I believe so. Like I said, we're going to now move and talk a little bit about the movie from God's point of view, from a spiritual place. And we're going to talk about part five here, which I've entitled, Our God Who Saves. So if you pull out your notes, you can go and follow along with me. The Bible quote for today comes from Psalms chapter 68, verse 20, from the NIV version reads, Our God is a God who saves. The Sovereign Lord rescues us from death. You know, there's quite a few scenes in this movie that I really, really enjoyed and I got a lot out of, but probably the one that sticks out to me the most and I believe we'll use for a platform to launch from for today's message and discussion is that scene where in the very beginning of this clip, the, the toys, Woody and his friends, are on that belt at the, at the landfill, and it's headed towards this trash shredder, you know, towards danger. And thankfully, they find a way to escape it and, and come away from danger. But as they're, they're coming away from danger, they hear, they hear something, right? And it's a voice. It's a voice of, oh, by the way, we have a lotso here. Lotso bear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's lotso, the bear, screaming and yelling for help, right? And he's stuck. And Woody, at this moment, makes a decision. And he makes, you can see kind of this, this moment I believe is so, so important for us to maybe just pause on. Because the, the question, I think, as we're watching this scene, and maybe even going through the character's mind, is, hmm, is this person, well, this toy, worth saving? Does, does he deserve being rescued? Right? Because the, the, the answer to that question is very simple. No. <laughs> The, this this Lotso character deserves nothing to be saved, right? He's been really mean to the other toys, right? He made them prisoners, right? And when they tried to escape, he was going to throw them away and be destroyed. That was That's what he was going to do. So does he deserve being saved? He, he doesn't. But right there, what does Woody do? He makes a decision, and he goes to save Lotso, right? And Buzz Lightyear also comes and helps him in this effort. You know, I was thinking about this. You know, we, we as humans, when we watch something like this, whether it's from a, a movie or we read a story about something like this, or even in real life and we witness such pure goodness, right? Where good is so different in how good acts than evil. It touches us, doesn't it? Something deep within us? Is something alive comes in us because that's what good is. Pure good is not just a little bit better than evil. 
It's radically the opposite of evil and bad. And so why does these kinds of stories and scenes make us so inspired? And why do we love that? Well, I believe it's very simple. It's because the origin of pure goodness is God. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the author and perfecter of our faith, he is good, perfectly. And the creator of the universe who created us, created us to know him, to know his goodness. And not only that, he created us in his likeness so that we can be immersed into his goodness and be who he is in this world. Yeah? And, and, and when everything went wrong in this life here on earth, when we decided as human beings to let sin come into the world and rule and be the ruler of this world, which made us prisoners, didn't it? It made us slaves to sin. And no matter how you want to try to escape this, you cannot. There's no escape. God did something. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to save us. And that's our first point here, if you're following along. That God saved us, and he didn't save us based on who we were and who we are. God saves not based on who we are. This is such an amazing point because you know what we are? We are nothing deserving of saving. Here's this verse, such a powerful verse in Romans chapter 5, verse 6. And it reads this. For while we were still helpless, powerless, weak, there's nothing that we could do. At the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Christ died for the ungodly. Do you know what the ungodly is? It is simply anyone who's not like God. Let me say that even further. If God is good, that simply means the ungodly are bad. We who are born into this world are the ungodly before we were ever to be saved. As God is love, the opposite of that is selfishness. Self-seeking, self-centered people. As God is perfect, we are imperfect and broken. As God is holy, we are unholy. What does that mean? We are full of sin, sinful. Not just even 80% full of sin. Not 90% full of sin. Full of sin. And God sent his son at the right time 
to die for us. You know, he didn't wait for us. God didn't wait for us to be ready or to be enough, right? No, he initiated sending his son to save us. And this God of ours, he saves not based on who we are, but in contrast, the world saves based on who you are. This is a big difference. The world, you know, represented by Lotso here in the scene, you know, he, he had a decision to make right here. And he was going to save or not save based on what he thought was right or wrong. Yeah? And so whatever he thought was right or wrong, it doesn't matter. He, he thought that Andy's toys weren't worth saving. And we learned throughout this story of Toy Story 3 that Lasso was very much really affected by his hurt. And that hurt became what a leader in his life. It started to make him do things, and it became his God in some ways, right? And so he looked at these other toys, and he thought they weren't worth saving, so he, he didn't save them. In his mind, they weren't worth saving. The world will only help you or others if we think they're worth helping, They will only reach out to you if we believe they're worth helping and reaching out to. Saving if they're worth saving. Does that make sense? It's always about whether you have something to offer, whether you've done enough good, whether you broke not too many rules and obeyed enough rules. Right? If you treated me well or you treated me badly, that's how the world will reach out or help or save you. But God does not. We read this in Romans chapter 5, 7, just talking a little bit more about how the world saves based on who you are. It says very few people will, and this is from the expanded Bible version, which kind of explains a little bit more about this verse. Very few people will or rarely, scarcely will anyone die for a righteous Righteous, meaning just, pious person. Although perhaps for a good, meaning truly good and noble person, somebody might possibly die. And explains a little bit more. The righteous person may be someone who is outwardly religious, while the good person is genuinely generous and loving. For somebody who is really, really, really good in our eyes, we might die for them. Again, this is purely based on who you are. But God doesn't do this. Our third point, God saves based on who God is. God saves based on who God is. Romans 5.8, this is the next verse. But God shows his great love for us in this way. Christ died for us while we we're still sinners. Oh, my friends, this is the amazing point. You know that God sent Jesus Christ, his son, knowing that we 
Not we're only sinners, but that what that meant was that we were going to reject him anyways. He sent his son knowing that we would hate him anyways. He sent his son knowing that we would kill him anyways. Okay? This is what it means that he died for us while we're still sinners. That God, out of his great love for us, showed his love in this way, that Christ died for us while we were still sinners. In the world's eyes, we weren't worth it. We aren't worth saving, my friends. (laughs) There's nothing we did to deserve being saved. But God sent his son to save us, even though we are still sinners. And here's the thing. This is the point I want us to understand. It's not because that we were special. (laughs) Because we weren't. We had nothing to offer. There's no worth in us. We weren't worth it, okay? In the measurement of, of what is worth. He saved us because He is worthy. What does that mean? That He is full of worth. He is full of goodness. And out of His goodness and out of His nature of love, He saved us. Okay? This is why God is not a God of second chances. Sometimes I've heard that before. And he's not a God of third chances. He's not a God of fourth chances or fifth chances or sixth chances. You know why? Because if he's a God who gives you a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance and a fifth chance and maybe unlimited chances, it's basically saying that God says, okay, I'm just waiting for you to get your act together, to be good enough to save you. Or to be finally able to be where I want you to be. No, God is not a God of second chances. He is a God who saves us. And he saves us completely from the inside out. There's a big difference. He's not one who just gives us chances so we can make things better and get ourselves to a better place. He's the one who saves us. And that means he changes us. He transforms us. He makes us just like his son. And in fact, after we killed him, after we rejected him, after we hated him and we crucified him, his son, God gave his son again. (laughs) He entrusted the life of his son to us. The same people (laughs) who rejected, hated, and killed him. He gave and entrusted the life of his son to us, to live in us. Wow, this is who God is. And why did he do this? Our last point. Well, he did this, he saved us to show so that we who are saved can show others God's goodness. It comes out of this verse 
in 1 Peter 2.9. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. You've been saved. You've been saved so that you can show. And what does that mean, show? So we can demonstrate. We can be what, who God is in this world. <laughs> okay? What God has done for us, who God is to us, what we realize, what he has done, we are that to other people. Okay? So, what does that mean? Well, let's take something like forgiveness. Right? The world will say you only forgive if they say sorry. And if they're truly sorry. And if they truly say they won't do it again and they make that commitment, then, then maybe, if you have it in your heart, forgive them. True? Even if we don't think it that, I mean, we don't say it that way, we think it that way, don't we? Oh, I can't forgive you this time because you, you did it again. Is this how God did it? Is this how he rescued us and how he saved us? Based on what we have done and what we offer and what we have said? No, no. What this means is if we forgive, we forgive when we say basically... We're not going to hold anything, and anything that you owe me, I release you from, even if you do it again, and again, and again. Why? Because that's what God did for us. And we don't do it just because we say, okay, that's God's example, and so I just do it. No, he's given you the life of his son to enable you to express the very goodness of God through me. And what does that lead to? Other people get to know God as he truly is. Through you, through me, through witnessing the pure goodness of God that is impossible to see Otherwise, unless he reveals himself through us. This is why it's important for us to do what God says us for us to do. It's so that we can experience his very life living through us and other people can experience his life living through us. Read that verse from Psalms 68:20 again. Our God is a God who saves. The sovereign Lord rescues us from death. God saved us from total death so we can live His life, which is the only life there is. There is no life outside of God. And others can be witnesses of that, and they can change by that. 
And this is more than just a feel-good movie kind of feeling. This is when we live this way, when we start to do and do everything he's taught us to do. This is an encounter with the creator of the universe, with the savior of the world, when we live in this way as disciples of Jesus Christ. God is a God who saves us to the uttermost. And he's did this so that he can reveal himself through us to others. Amen.